day, planet Earth. Michael Litton, the last DJ host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the super cool DRS ATL studio right here in Roswell, Georgia. All you local musicians, really strongly encourage you to check out my friend and proprietor of the studio, Waheed Gomes, consummate host, and is so gracious to host this show. He's got a day job, y'all, and he's gracious enough to host this uh, for me, and we've been doing it uh, over five years. And I'm totally stoked to have in the studio not one, but two musicians from the Magnolia Express. I've got Russell Brown, or as he is commonly known, RB. And I've also got Scott Balin, bass player extraordinaire, uh, with us today. So, gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for having us. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Glad to be here. So, totally stoked. And uh, for your fans that are legion and continuing to grow as you are, you know, uh, going out on so many per performances that may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe. The way we roll the show is we like to suggest listeners, because it's a podcast, sit back in an environment of their choosing. Blessfully, we're getting close to uh, maybe being out on a raft kind of weather and get a beverage of their choice <laughs> and sit back and listen to the show because we're going to play seven songs off your new release, Manatee's Store. And we're going to only play a couple minutes because we want the listeners to go out and actually buy the music from somewhere where you all might make some money or and or go out and see you at a show. And we're going to talk about when that will be. But in the studio, we are featuring some From the Earth Brewing. Uh, and so cheers to our good friend, Tim Stevens, the owner of From the Earth, who was gracious enough to provide the beer. And I believe both Scott and RB have the... Porch song, and all the beers are named after uh, songs, bands. Yeah. That is a widespread panic yeah, song, panic yeah. song. So there you go. <laughs> and it's uh, IPA. And I am featuring a new beer that he's just uh, introduced, I believe, called Revolution. That obviously would be a shout out, I believe, to the Beatles. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. <with> <laughs> yeah. And this is a Mexican lager. So how cool is that? And then Wahid is featuring a Golden Spiral. Okay. So you got to love that. So cheers to Tim. Cheers. Stevens and from to the Tim. earth. Tim makes great beer hey, from guys. the earth. Great place. And it is not a Bud Light, you all. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> and I'm the last DJ, so I can say what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's tasty. And that's uh, good stuff. Tim says of this beer, I got the little write-up. I got to read this. He says, because this is his new one, is a 5.5 crisp Mexican lager. Citra hops bring out the citrusy flavors in this refreshing beer. This is sure to be your new favorite spring beer. Love it. I'm going to go get some. <laughs> and <laughs> and it may really be good. my new beer for all time. Who knows? That sounds really it's good. very tasty. Mm. <laughs> it's like a Tecate, maybe. I don't know. Jose, it's going to yeah. be lining up for that. But very cool. Uh, very Love cool it. thing. Cool. So, uh, again, welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much. for uh, joining RB, I met you. Well, I saw you all at From the Earth. Yeah. Yep. Met you through Andy Estes. So yep. we have to give a shout out to Andy. Andy. Who is uh, the 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 visual guy and his uh, organization or his uh, company is Out the Road Visuals. Okay. So how about that? Nice. And he was shooting. Andy does great work. He is please if you're if you're a musician or a band and need. These kind of video services, uh, clips for Facebook, all sorts of things. Andy can come out, take care of you. Yeah, he's a great guy. And also lives close to us, I think, Scott, off of Yeah, he's, he's somewhere uh, in this neighborhood. I know not not very far. Yeah, right in uh, that's, that's right, because I was talking about him with that. Uh, he's, he's actually very close to yeah. me, just a couple miles away. And I said, Andy, we should, we should hang out yeah. more. I should invite him some Thursday, because we rehearse uh, uh, over at my uh, place. Oh, he would love it. And he is literally just, we drove right by his neighborhood. Yeah. I'll be on the way over cool. here. Yeah. In fact, he tells me when bands come in from out of town or musicians come in from out of town, they're playing it from the earth. He's like the crash pad. For all That's the right. <laughs> I've got a friend who's stayed at Andy's many times. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go, RB. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I want to talk about how you guys met. Sure. But I think we would be remiss if we didn't cue up a tune. Let's, let's hear something. And we're going to play, uh, again, we're going to play the songs. Only a couple minutes, y'all. 
because really we want you to sincerely go out. You got some cash in your pocket because you haven't been going out for a while now. So spend some money, buy the actual CD, not on Spotify, and they can get it. Where, where should they go, RB? Uh, Spotify's fine. Okay. Uh, we've got CDs, but Spotify, any of the streaming services, okay. we're all out there. The more people listen to it, if you like it, please refer your friends. Yeah. <laughs> what, can they go to a website or a place where they could actually get the CD? Or Actually, actually, we don't have a website. We're just Facebook. Okay. We're okay. just Facebook. Can they but, do it uh, that way or? Uh, actually, am, uh, uh, Apple Music. You can okay. get it through Apple get Music. As, as far yeah. as a, you can uh, download. a physical CD, yeah, though, I, you'd, I, you'd, you'd I, have to come see us at a show. Man. I love that. And we sell yeah, CDs we don't, at, okay, at the show. They, we, we have no e-commerce okay. at this time. <laughs> No but you can download, you can yeah. still download through Apple. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, even sure. Spotify, I think you can download. But, oh, you can download it, but I'm a, for you know, an I'm actual an physical media. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, and I, well, I, that has big time art to it. I yes. even thought about entering that. And I don't know if there's an album, the artwork for this album, if you, you know, who, is, who is did awesome. It, Actually, uh, it's it's a long story. Okay. A friend, a friend of a friend of a friend. So okay. we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, but it is beautiful, and I want to talk about the title. And there's a method to, to that. that madness as well. Well, I want to so. get to all that because I have a copy in my hand that you were gracious right. enough to give me. Man, and I'm store. an old school guy like that. There you go. So why he how about queuing up destiny? First song. the title track off their new release, Manatee's Store. We are featuring in the studio some From the Earth Brewing. And Tim Stevens, the owner, says of Magnolia Express that they are an FTE. That would be From the Earth, in case you guys aren't enough clicking with us here. Regular. These guys bring jam grass to a new level. The band is filled with talent, and they are a blast to see live. I would agree completely, having just seen them recently. From their originals to their covers, the band does not disappoint. I would agree with that. RB, that would be Russell Brown, <laughs> is awesome and very easy to work with. We are looking forward to having them back to our Back Porch concert series. And we're going to talk about that, but not right this second. Hopefully that's a gig we'll hear about soon. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Scotty didn't say anything about you, but I know he would say it. <laughs> and the bass player is cool, too. As, as a bass player, we're used to that. We're just kind of back in the shadows. <laughs> and you play a stand-up, right? I do. So I, you're I, literally... Uh, I'm in the shadow of the bass. Of the bass, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of crazy. Scott has been an electric bass player his entire life until we started playing this kind of music. Uh -huh. And then the country music hall of the country music documentary. Yeah. 
came on the Ken Burns. And he said, I've got to learn how to do that. Do the stand-up. And yeah. so thus began the transition of Scott. And wow. he's killed, he he kills it every every night and gets better and better and better. So how long in on the stand-up? Uh just a couple of years now. Wow. Yeah, the COVID, the whole pandemic yeah. stuff, that really kind of uh yeah. Um, prior to that, we we had uh, you know the band yeah. as you know it now. It was just a little bit different. Whereas uh, in our previous band, where we kind of had the impetus uh, for what we're doing here yeah. at Magnolia Express, it was you know the 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 fiddle and. Uh, uh, the acoustic instruments, but it was electric bass and uh-huh. a, a trap drummer. Yeah. Uh, when all the COVID stuff came around, I had just recently, you know, the story RB tells, yeah. you know, I had acquired a stand-up bass mm-hmm. and it's like, let me try this out after wow. having spent decades playing the electric Never bass. Never started, didn't start in like a band on a stand-up. No, no, was wow. electric bass player all right the from the very beginning from high school days wow. and Ooh, just uh, wanted to get into it. Uh, who's your who's a, a, a role model or not role model, but uh, someone you emulated or probably someone who I looked up to yeah. uh, in the early days. Not gonna lie, it was probably a lot of like hair metal type guys. Uh, I'm okay. of that age, yeah. but as my you know as I matured and as my musical sensibilities matured, yeah. I would call myself a Phil Lesh acolyte. Uh, okay, uh, really, yeah. that's who I tried to model my electric uh, yeah. bass playing after. Uh, as far as the stand up goes, uh, didn't really have anybody in particular, just wanted to, just really fell in love with that uh, that old timey sound. Yeah. And then uh, when uh, the pandemic rolled around, it gave us a chance to kind of re-examine what we were doing. We got yeah. rid of having the trap drummer yeah. and said, let's, uh, like this would be a good time to focus on the, uh, the stand-up bass. Yeah. So put the electric bass off to the side and I haven't looked uh, back since. since. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, you triggered me when you said standing in the shadows. I'm thinking standing in the shadows, which was, a, I believe, a brilliant documentary on Motown. It was. And it, so it triggered James Jameson, you know, <laughs> to me. But. Scott can play some funk, too. Yeah, I know, and I've heard you. you know, and, and as uh, Tim Just because we play acoustic instruments doesn't mean it can't yeah, be... Yeah, it can't be funky. Funky or... It's kind of like we play rock and roll with acoustic instruments. I don't know. It's hard to hard to. So Tim label. calls you guys a, a jam grass band. What, what? Labels. Labels yeah, are tough, they and they are. always are, because a lot of times if you put the, the term... Bluegrass, yeah. in in your musical description, there are some people that will stereotype you and say, "I don't think I want you yeah. playing here, right. et cetera." Right. I don't know. That's just we doing bluegrass. That's, but we're more of a, uh, you know, they think coming around the mountain, <laughs> which great <laughs> song, okay, but that's not what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so labels, so <laughs> trying to figure out. So we're sort of on Americana roots, rock, jam, yeah. grass, hippie bluegrass yeah. is another another sure. term, but. Yeah. So we'll just keep throwing the labels out, and yeah, because we throw, throw a lot out. of literally throw them. Out. Well, we throw a lot of different <laughs> styles of music all into yeah. because one we can do a song like Destiny, uh, you know, which tells a great story. Yeah, and then the next thing go to a, a Latin sort of a sound or yeah. a Rolling Stones cover. Uh, the a song we've been playing lately that blows people away is Time by Pink Floyd. Ah, they aren't expecting yeah. us to play that as opposed to the time by the chambers brothers i uh, right it's totally different <laughs> which goes on totally like different minutes. exactly <laughs> well but, i believe yeah. i saw y'all if memory serves and as david crosby god rest his soul said if you lived through the what 70s you, yeah. you know you don't you, and you can remember <laughs> it you didn't really or something but i think it was saint patty's day as i recall and you correct guys, and you guys were playing some irish tunes. we did an irish set, set yeah. uh our fiddler jacques dolan yeah is a big Irish guy. He has such yeah. a wide breadth of violin slash fiddle experience. Yeah. And it, so every uh, St. Patty's Day, we're generally playing. And it gives us an opportunity to sort of put him in front with all yeah. his Irish stuff. Because there's like, when you really listen to American bluegrass or Americana, and then go listen to Irish music, yeah. there's two molecules that are separating those. Yeah. It is different, but it's not that different. Yeah. Well, and it's my, fun to get that, do that once a year. One of my favorite uh, Springsteen's al- Springsteen albums is Live in Dublin, yep. where he goes back and then plays, and it has a whole new slant. I, I totally dig it. 
Well, talk about, you've queued it up a little bit. Talk about your bandmates, the other uh, fellows and lady in sure, the yeah. band. Sure. Uh, so Scott Balin plays bass. Yep. Uh, Scotty and I have been together playing music since about 2004. Wow. So it's almost almost 20 years. That's so crazy. We still play in a, lo- a little electric incarnation of what we started playing music with years ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, we evolved. So Scotty and I, Scott's play stand-up bass. We talked about Scott. We've got, yeah. uh, let's see, on banjo, Joe Kimsey, yeah. who Joe is the the heavy-duty bluegrass, yeah. old, old school, plays at, what's the place, Everest Barn uh, in Gwinnett County hey, every Joe. Saturday. And Joe, I just want to let you know, in your honor, I just finished Earl Scruggs, Banjo Icon <laughs> by uh, Gordon Castellero and David Russell. There you go. Great so Joe, read. Great read. Got to read it. But so Joe Kimsey uh, plays banjo with us. Yeah. We've got uh, Jacques Dolan plays fiddle. Yeah. Jacques has played. Uh, we've been playing with Jacques about uh, six, six or seven years since the Honeywood days. Wow. We'll talk. Honeywood was the previous band before okay. Magnolia Express. Yeah. Carrie Holly sings. Yeah. Uh, an additional vocalist. My, I always envisioned this band sort of, when you hear a Graham Parsons, yeah. Emmy Lou Harris, sort yeah. of a vocal together that yeah. Carrie really adds a lot. Yeah. And so it's wonderful having, having her sing. Uh, Jose Rivera Robert plays percussion with us. Now, this, it's a really different thing. Jose is a, a funk meister. He's from yeah. Puerto Rico. He's a great guy. Just been a friend around the music scene. and few years ago, it's like, hey, man, can I sit in with y'all? It's like, yeah. well, sure. <laughs> and he adds this really Latin-ish yeah. thing to whatever we're doing. So it's very different. I, this traditional or the t- style of music we do generally does not have drumming in it. Right. Or very few, a few bands do. And then he, or, do, he plays a conga. He plays, yeah, he plays pretty much yeah. congas, percussion, yeah. Yeah. but no drumming. Yeah. And there are a few bands that do, but a lot of them just kind of drive it based on the rhythm of the guitar and the yeah. rhythm of the, the bass. But Jose adds that extra thing. Yeah. And it's hard to very, very much describe. And there's a song we'll hear later. Yeah. That is, uh, features Jose. I so love it. I think I've got everybody show, Jacques. Yeah. Have I missed anybody? Yeah, no, I don't think you've missed <laughs> you anybody. Yeah. And yeah, for the youngsters that are out there that may not know the name Graham Parsons, all I'm going to say is he's a local boy out of Georgia, Waycross, and you should check him out. And if you don't know the work he did with Emmy Lou Harris, you need to check that out as well. Grievous yeah. Angel. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into that because it's not a show about him. But it is <laughs> a digital, I like to say it's a digital liner notes. Because you don't get those anymore unless you're getting the CD. That's you don't right. have any idea That's what's right. going on or what the backstory is. <laughs> so you queued it up, RB, beautifully. Let's hear Cardboard Box. Cardboard Box. If we could, Waheed. And then we'll come back and check. In a cardboard box Underneath the overpass All my stuff's in a grocery cart Mobile home for the lower class Mobile home for the lower class Can you spare a quarter, brother? 
dollar, can you spare a dime? We are back on Ride the Vibe having a fascinating conversation with Scott Balin and R.B. of Magnolia Express playing some of their music. And that was Cardboard Box. When you all want to talk about if any of you lived in cardboard box? No, thank God, no. <laughs> thank God, no. However, the way things are going, yeah. who knows? <laughs> RB, you so can't be close mine, to a cardboard box. A friend of mine who's a songwriting partner of mine, Larry Thomas, Yeah, we write a lot of story songs, or Larry kind of starts them. Okay. And Larry and I start to work together on them. Yeah. And this was one that that he just sent. He sent me the lyrics one day, and eventually the music sort of roll, rolled out. Yeah. But... You know, it, it's a heavy song it, that, you know, sometimes you'll, I've had people come up to us after we played and we're almost in tears saying, oh my God, my brother's in that situation. And, oh, wow. you know, it, I don't know. It's just, it's sort of a, just an observation on society. It's not yeah. speaking badly of anybody, but it also says at the end of the day, be careful because you might be in this situation. I mean, by the grace of God. In the right? end, but, but yeah. And I think if we haven't, all of us, if we haven't been in a cardboard box, we've hit a low point, an Adar, you know, Indeed. a low point, right. right? And for Larry, you know, and again, a lot of our songs, and I know the audience didn't have a chance to listen to it all, but most most of our songs kind of are generally evolve around a story. Yeah. But most of them also have some musical exploration involved. Yeah. What's the process? The you touched on it a little bit with Larry. What, do you guys have a certain time you get together or you, what's the Lately, uh, he will come up with stuff, send it to me, I'll get a recording. I'll figure out. He plays guitar, uh-huh. uh, plays his kind of version of it. I try to make sure I get what he's saying, and then we then it goes goes from there. Lately, he's come on over, and we've done it face to face. And then sometime, you know, a couple of our songs, and again, we'll talk about them, are just stuff that I wrote. Yeah. Does he ever? Does he ever play in the band with you all? No. No, Larry, Larry considers himself. I'm sure Larry will listen here. Yeah, this, so. we hope he Larry, do. Larry right. Thomas, songwriter. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> And that's his. He's exactly, and we're still actively. We've written. We've actually got several more that we've. Yeah. We've done, and we'll be headed back to the studio one of these days. Yeah. So. Good. I love it. I love it. Scott, anything you want to add to to that? To no, the they, uh, 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 <clears throat> they are pretty much the primary yeah. songwriters, and of course, uh, RB will come to us with uh, the impetus either of a song he has, you yeah. know, he's written. Or lately, it has been him and Larry, Larry, and he brings it to us. And what's nice is he's pretty open book with it. Like, here's yeah. what we have, and it allows the rest of us to kind of put our little uh, bits and pieces to it, and yeah. it just kind of comes together uh, organically and in, in, yeah. into what you uh, you know what you hear on oh. those recordings. Yeah, we're very much a collective as a as musicians. It's yeah. it's the it's not me saying, "Damn it, this is yeah. how it goes." You're not a dictator. Well, this is a, well this there is can be some guys yeah. who oh, yeah. say this is, you know, this is the song and, and they've they've written all the things and they want you to well, do Steely it this Dan way. Steely Dan was like, kind of notorious for going, he, don't play a note wrong or you're going to be finding another yeah, session Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like so for me, it's all about put, putting something out there that I like yeah. that I think would we would perform well, but then having everybody say, well, what about this? What about that? And kind of musically, everybody kind of puts their stamp on it. Well, I picked up from, I guess, the bio, your philosophy, and correct me if I got it wrong, it's all about having fun with the music. I mean, goodness, if you don't do that, why are we doing it? Uh, yeah. Fun for yourself. I mean, the music we try to make or stuff that I, frankly, I l- listen to it and say, this is what I like to listen to, right, right. this type of yeah. groove. So it's not only, this, there's so many elements to it. There's the music, there, there's the lyrics, yeah. there's... But there's the groove. Yeah. And, and the groove is the intangible thing that it's very hard to talk about as you just sort of experience it. And you, yeah. you try to put that forth and just have fun with it and try to make the audience and hopefully folks, you know, groove along with us. Well, even Cardboard Box, as heavy as that can be, the song, I mean, the music itself. Absolutely. You it feel pops like, like, oh my gosh, I got to slip my wrist. Well, that's yeah. one thing about a lot of this bluegrass style of music there's a lot of heavy, heavy subjects in a lot of bluegrass songs, but they're all played behind major chords, yeah. not minor. And so it sounds very happy, Yes, but right. it's all about murder <laughs> and 
something horrible happening. Yeah. So, so, somewhat analogous country as it. That's the, the exactly. dead dog of the wife left me. I'm out exactly. Of here. I'm down to seeds and stems again, too. <laughs> David that would Allen be Commander song. Cody, for all of you that don't know. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's killer. Well, how about if we queue up Rico, Mr. Waheed, if we could? Michael in the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And in this case, playing the great music of Magnolia Express off their new CD, Manatee Store. That was Rico. That's got a very, uh, very, I mean, uh, Scott is queuing up a little revolution, which is a Mexican pale ale. But that has a, that song has that kind of feel. Well, Talk as we, about it as we were recording uh, Manatee's Store, we had a, a certain set of songs and we in the studio and I I said to the to the band you know we need some sort of an instrumental song yeah and Jose Rivera Robert who plays again percussion with us yeah it just you know I came up with this little chord progression and then he added his you know his groove and Scott Scott to start the song and it just became a super cool instrumental so yeah. it started with the chord progression and then Joe added kind of the jazz on top and him and Jacques are, are soloing and and I was, I really named it in honor of, of Jose. It's like, ah, Jose from Puerto Rico. I think it's probably Rico. inspired by yeah. him. I inspired. mean, we, yeah. we, needed, we wanted the instrumental and yeah. I think our, for whatever reason, uh, I, well, it was, uh, it was, uh, Jose hasn't been with us yeah. since the very beginning. He kind of came around a little bit after, but right. so this was our first time in the studio with him. And so it was just natural that, uh, yeah. you know, we had rubbed off on him I and he would rub him. off on us and hence, uh, and the Rico. name in, well, Puerto, he's Puerto from Puerto Rico, Rico and yeah. I said, Rico, Rico, we'll call it Rico. Ah, you got to yeah. name your songs. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was just in honor of the groove, the yeah. extra groove that Jose adds and, yeah. I mean, I was even going to, and maybe still will, yeah. try to market that song a little bit more in Latin yeah, markets right, right, right. just because of sort it of the groove of the instrumental. It. Right. It's certainly not, wouldn't be, you know, the top of the hit charts in the bluegrass yeah. world or anything. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, shame on you guys. But it is a jam. It is kind of a little jam out Latin tune. So. Yeah, but you're on the, it's just the kind of thing we like to do. Yeah, I mean, you're on banjo and you fiddle can, yeah. and uh, these acoustic instruments. I and mean, then make it sound. And then playing these, uh, <laughs> this Latin. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah it's I love uh, it. Fantastic. That definitely changes. It changes things. It well, really talk does. about, that was a good cue there, RB, for uh, talking about the album cover, which you referenced at the beginning of the show. Yep. And uh, the the artwork, and also the Manatee Store, the name. I'm always curious well. And that. again, Larry and I, Larry, Larry is a real story writer, and and a lot of his lyrics that come that I first see, you know, are just all about 
some story. Yeah. And Larry one day sends me this song and he says, this is about a, a true, Manatee Store is a true place ah. that was in southeast, southwest Georgia, okay. near Bainbridge, Georgia. And it was an illegal bar ah. in the 60s. And if you lived near Bainbridge <laughs> and wanted to get beer or whatever, yeah. you went to Manatee Store. I'll so it's a darn. true place. I was so, thinking Florida, you know, with nope. the manatees. Well, it's just, you know, them. they got the Tallahassee vibe down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bainbridge. But so they were open Bainbridge. during Prohibition or they just No, were? no, this was more than the 60s when okay. my buddy lived down there. Yeah. Grew up, he grew up in Bainbridge. And he said, there's this place called Manatee Store. And he wrote a song about it. I love it. And it's just all about a place in the middle of, the, of nowhere. Yeah. But its claim to fame was in the 60s. James Brown actually played there. Oh no way. And so apparently everybody in Bainbridge, nobody knew what was going knew what yeah. was going on, but suddenly millions of cars are headed up this road to go to, go to this James place. Brown. Oh my God. And it was all about James Brown playing. Wow. So that's where man that's where sort of the song came from. We thought it would be cool to make it into an album cover. Yeah. And to try to so if you can check it out online yeah. or or see the album cover. That's our version of what Manatee's store oh my God. looks like. And who's sort of the cat on the, uh, the inside album the, the, right <laughs> with the guitar? Is that you, Arby? Uh, somebody's someone. version of me. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Then there's uh, the moonshine on the front. Oh, there's yeah. Cola and cold beer and the dogs are dancing. Right. Dogs are dancing. <laughs> and if you look on the back, then you Is have the James Met Brown back there. No, <laughs> he might be in the shadows. Yeah. In the, all the psychedelic, psychedelic stuff inside. Yeah, I love it. So that's Manatee Store. That is too cool. And it came out, the song Manatee Store is a little bit of, uh, is that next yeah, coming well, up? Okay. It's, yeah, no, Sailor Song next, but okay. we'll get to that one. All right. You we'll we'll talk about horses. that later. I will. <laughs> I will. Don't but take the cover, my the show, album dude. cover. And I'll be out of my gig. No, no worries. <laughs> the album cover was cool. And yeah. we're, uh, we may work with her again. Yeah. So a friend of a friend of a friend who was too long a story to go yeah. into. It'd be a thick as a brick liner <laughs> note, right? Uh, <laughs> on how we got to this artist. Right. <laughs> well, so Manatee Store is no longer around, though, no, sadly. I don't believe it exists any longer. Yeah, darn it all. All right, well, how about Sailor's Song? Let's cue that up if we could, Waeed, because I'm a sailor. I like this song off of Magnolia Express's Manatee's Store. I want to talk about that song, but I want to share with y'all what Sean Keenan, the owner of Napoleon's in ATL said. Their music is like feeling a feeling you get at a family reunion on a warm summer day with burgers on the grill and your favorite cousin sitting around drinking beer 
not Bud Light, but from the earth group <laughs> and having loads of laughs. I would agree with that. Well, good. Sean, thank but you, Sean. We love Sean. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Very but, cool. um, and we were talking, uh, you know, when Sailor's Song was playing, which I love, about the back of the album. Yep. So there's a train that's rolling through the countryside. And on the front, it says Magnolia Express. And then the train number just happens to be 420. I don't know what that means, y'all, but it has, <laughs> it has some significance. And RB, you're going to be celebrating that day. That's right. That's right. Next week, we're going down to Florida, just a little, little trip to see some friends, to see the great Billy Strings. All right. So. Now, talk about, not that this is his show, because he doesn't no. need a show, but just give, give a, the highlight. Billy, Billy Strings, Strings. Is, is an artist that's kind of come on the scene the last three or four years, a young kid, 28 years old, yeah. guitar phenom. Yeah. And he basically plays real hard can play real hardcore bluegrass old stuff yeah is he won grammys wow now he's played with everybody bob weir yeah marty stewart's everybody's lining up to play with billy strings mm. so Just go check see him, him check him check out. out billy strings and anything I, he's ever recorded i love it it's Beautiful. so good <laughs> and that's why this is ride the vibe man. i love it this is what <laughs> this is what ride the vibe's about you all have already gotten tips on grant parsons emmy lou harris Billy Strings. Yep. And we, we Keep countless going. others. So talk about Sailor Song. Back to Magnolia Express. Sailor Song was a song that I, w I wrote when I was watching way, way, way too much Game of Thrones. Ah, I love that. And yeah. so literally, Sailor this is when kind of one of the first songs that I wrote that I said, ah, this is one where we can record. Yeah. Kind of, it was on our first album as well. We recorded it again just because I, I liked the song a lot. Yeah. But it was, it was just tells a story. And yeah. this was one I wrote all by myself. And uh, ah. it sort of evolved just about a guy who ends up joining the, you know, becoming a sailor, yeah. then a captain. Yeah. But his, his guys love him and he dies in the end. Yeah. You know, again. Another, <laughs> Wait, you gave it another, away. <laughs> well, got to listen to the song all the way. All the way through. But it's got right. some, some real quirky little jazz jams in there. Yeah. And uh it's just a cool, it's it's a cool little song that, uh, yeah. That so we are you with. a sailor? No, no, not at all. So in Game like of I Thrones, said, you're hearkening much, to the different this is, times they're taking trips on the boats and the, this and that. This is my living vicariously through all the... <laughs> Sailors. The Starks and the <laughs> The Lannisters. most sailing he's done is on the psychedelic ocean. I, ah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not stoned, but I'm beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Well, so, so we've come but up But it's, to, again, another story song. Yeah, I love them. Well, I think they all are, though, aren't they? I mean, they seem to be yeah, other than the instrumental, so far, but it still tells a so story. So far, that generally seems to be what we're writing, but you never yeah. know. Things may change. <laughs> and you, you can do that. That's exactly right. I love it. Well, we should cue up Manatee's Store, which is the title track, because we have now talked about the brilliant album cover and the back and the front. So if we could, Wahi. Manatee Store. There was so much sound Moonshine and ladies all dancing around Little tin building with a sawdust floor You better not go down there Cause it's a juke joint, juke joint, yes siree Don't see what the mom and the sheriff don't see Juke joint, juke joint, manatees A drinking oasis in a dragon
Store down in Bainbridge, used to be down in Bainbridge, Georgia, y'all, which is close to uh, where that Graham Parsons cat's from. And uh, talk about that title track. I love that song. Uh, it's again the written written about an old bar yeah. that uh, James Brown played, and it it kind of brings up visuals to me of just hot inside people, yeah. you know, partying and dancing. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what the times, people are still trying to have. Have a Fun. good time. Yeah. And to me, when a lot of almost every song I've written, I can hear an artist that I know yeah. singing it. And that's just for me to get some sort of a, I don't know, a, a starting point. And yeah. to me, that song, I wrote it with Lyle Lovett singing it. Ah, interesting. It's just sort of, that's kind of his, the voice. Yeah. And that kind of has a Jimmy Buffett-ish yes. sort of a... Yes a part to it, yeah. but sort of a happy-go-lucky sort of a thing. But yeah, Manatee Store is a, a cool little story. And again, another one of those And another Larry one that you somewhere. wrote solo? Larry, with Larry. Larry. Oh, with, with Larry. Larry. Okay. Yep. Larry has the Bainbridge experience. Oh, right, so. right, 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 right. <laughs> and he's the one that talked, shared the the, the experience of... That's he exactly. was actually there? I mean, went to... Uh, yes, he knows all about Manatee Store. <laughs> More fact, than anyone well, human should he, know. He had, when we were... <laughs> Came out with the album. We yeah. had some people on Facebook say, I've been to Manatee Store. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's like, mm, yeah. wow. And when you, you know, Larry you, wasn't bullshitting us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the 60s. You're going, no air conditioning. You know, the cold beer sign is like really. Well, that's what's so, I think what's so, for me anyway, just the album cover yeah. and the songs, uh, the lyrics, it just evokes yes. that album cover. Yeah. And just all of their songs, I think, evoke a certain kind of mood. And you really can almost put yourself there in yeah. that place. And how each one of them is a little bit different. That's yeah. uh, really what I love. Yeah. about what we're doing. Uh, what we're doing with this because at first you would have thought oh we're gonna we talked about this a little bit before about oh because we have the instrumentation you know minus Jose that you typically hear with a, a traditional bluegrass yeah. band but the kind of things that we're bringing uh, forth is is so much more than that yeah make uh, you so unique yeah well and, and Tim said it he said the band is filled with talent and great to see live and the covers and, and the originals do not disappoint so I mean and cheers to you Tim Stevens thank once you Tim. again and thank you for the beers <laughs> more, more RB fun the earth now. RB has switched to a golden spiral I have a I revolution now oh you've got the revolution yeah. the New Mexico one and I think Scott is on the uh, golden huh. spiral yeah I think that is what this so y'all go check out yeah. from the earth and uh, we are going to hear Shotgun Shack. I got to be, a, there's got to be a story there. Yep. So if we could, <laughs> Waheed, cue that up. I was raised in a shotgun shack, a door in the front, one in the back. Just two rooms, it was oh so small, with a shed in the back, that was all. That said that we were poor, we didn't have much, that's for sure. Rub two nickels together sometime, feeling rich if you have a dime. We'd go hunting up on Cedar Creek, get you five dollars, go and get one seat. Old hound dog is yelping on the bay.
shack, the door in the front. How many of y'all out there were raised in a shotgun shack or a cardboard box or have been to Manatee's store <laughs> or been on a sailboat or been to Bainbridge, GA? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that song. Shotgun Shack is a song that Larry, Larry and I wrote. And it, it's, again, another story. And it kind of harkens back to the old days. And and a God lot of times when we, when we play this song live, I'll sometimes say, hey. Who here knows what a shotgun shack is? Yeah, right. And generally somebody will, and they'll <laughs> yell it, and generally they're correct. But yeah. for those of you who don't, it's generally these homes, not generally, but yeah. these homes that you see that are very narrow, but they're very deep. Mm-hmm. And many of them have just a couple of rooms in it, very common in the old, you know, the old days. You can see old architecture today, but that's a shotgun shack. Yeah. And so Larry wrote the song about shotgun shack and just kind of being poor. And isn't it the shotgun so that you could really... The idea was is you could open the front door, shoot a shotgun, and go all the way out to the back back. door. Yep. Because it's so long and narrow. Narrow. Yep. Very, very narrow and all, all. but again, it's just sort of a song about growing up in the old days, trying to find, go out hunting, just enjoy life, but it still harkens back to the older older days, but it's got a kick-ass old blues jam in it, which is... It kind of goes from a bluegrass song to a blues shuffle. Yeah. And then back. And again, it's just sort of kind of how we do those. That things. house probably was in Bainbridge. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right Who next knows? to the Manatee yeah, store. Yeah, could be. Well, and, and be. Sean said it. Sean Keenan, owner of Napoleon's, he said, you know, hearkening back to a family reunion, a barbecue, a summer day. And that, I think, is exactly the experience that you get when you when folks go see you. However, we're not a G-rated bluegrass band. <laughs> oh, oh boy. All right. Now talk, why don't you all talk about that? <laughs> well, I mean, the whole point is you think a lot about bluegrass and again, it it conjures up different images to yeah. different people, but you know, we'll do a lot of songs by old, besides ours, obviously, yeah. Old and in the Way, Grateful Dead, yeah. stuff that can definitely be out there in terms of subject matter. Yeah, right, right. I love it. <laughs> so, I love it. Well, and you, you, we touched on it a little bit. Um, how do you, you know, as a marketeer in a past life, a sales guy in a past life, in this day and age, where it's so difficult, you know, to you're, you've been labeled all different things, jam grass or this or that. How do you market? I mean, what? What's it's, the- you look at the. Uh, it's that's an interesting question. Uh, you sort of look at the places, possible places to play that have live music, yeah. and do you fit? First of all, in today's world, fill-in-the-blank cover band is a big deal. And we're certainly not that. You want to take your music to the places that, you know, have live music or are more of a listening room environment. Mm -hmm. Generally, places that have sports bar in their name. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to any of sports bars, but people probably aren't coming there to listen to music. So we have found a niche of places around. And we're always adding new places, new festivals, new everything. But it's nice to have places we play, like at Napoleon's yeah. Indicator, Georgia, yep. where we can play on a regular basis. People can come see us. And, and you, you know, can mix in your original. Originals plus definitely cover songs. Cover songs. Yeah. And from all over the musical spectrum. We wear our influences on our well, sleeves. And so. I see you're wearing an influence <laughs> on your chest. Yeah, you have Pink the Floyd. Pink Floyd, which yeah. you do the song. Yep, the Tom. song Time. And, and we'll probably add some more. You've got Garcia and Grateful Dead and Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Fish, John Prine, you mentioned, the Beatles. Yep. You did the Irish stuff. We even do an Eagles song. Ah, int- which so, one? Tequila Sunrise. Oh, of Really, course. But, yes. but a but kicking a tequila. Totally different. Kicking. Yeah. Well, kicking it's tequila through, song. you know, it's those, the, how that music comes through us. It's right. the Magnolia yes. Expressway, which Wait. tends to be a little different than the, yeah. the originals. And I think that's part of what people like. Of course. Well, I, you know, I'm I know very- sometimes we play, uh, when we play time, because we put our spin on it, yeah. there'll, be, there'll be people who will come up at the end and they're, like, I know, I know that song, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're not exactly sure what it, what it is, is because it's distilled through us yeah. and it's different enough that I know it, but I don't. And that's what really just for, for me makes us so cool. Well, I think that's the magic, right? I mean, I'm biased, way, way biased, but I am the last DJ and I can say what I want. You know, why <laughs> would you go see a cover band? 
Well, and again, it, for me personally, I've looked at I don't, it. I don't, I don't want particularly it. if it's we do it just like the record. Yeah, right. And you're going. You well, can just can play just, the I record. I just sit at home and listen to the. And you know, I, I think go that's out. why RB and I have had such great success yes. in this town for twenty plus years yes. because it's always been we've done. Although it might be stuff you know, it's kind of our way yeah. and distilled through us. And I, I think it. people. They can hear that and they can just pick up on that. Yeah. And I, I forget which one of those comments you mentioned there, but about how the, just the we have a good time up there yeah. doing what we do, and I think that's palpable. All Absolutely. the people who are watching, and back to having fun. I would, yeah, I would agree completely. <laughs> well, we're the time is flying by, but we would, I would be remiss as the the host if I didn't cue up where they can see you all live. Our next show that we'd love for folks to come. Uh, come and see us is at the Hunt House, which is in Kennesaw, Georgia. Okay. Yep. Up I-75. Right near a, Kennesaw Mountain, everybody. It's, it is in a beautiful, beautiful environment, garden environment outside. Uh, so we're playing there on the 13th of May. But we're also sharing the stage with our good, good best friends in the band called Webster. Ah. They're a big band in Atlanta. They play Grateful Dead music, Dylan songs. They're an electric band. We're an acoustic band. We play similar things. But we're great friends. We've yeah. shared the stage many times, and it's going to be just a great party. So uh, May 13th, what the time Hunt House, kick off, 7 o'clock. Okay. You can get your tickets uh, through the Hunt House, yeah. uh, Facebook, obviously, yeah. but Webster and Magnolia Express, we're going to have, it's a great time. Beautiful. It's going to be springtime, yeah. going to be just, it's a wonderful place. Mark Summers, and April out there at Hunt House have yeah, got it going on. I love it. And then you guys will kick off, and then uh, we'll kick yeah. it off, and then Webster will play, and then I'm sure we'll have some sit-ins. Yeah, because that's know. you know what a jam grass is. Absolutely, <laughs> Tim Stevens. A absolutely, <laughs> we may have the band Webster Express come play a set. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> it's organic. They're I great love folks. It. The folks yeah. at Webster. So please hear us, but hear Webster as well. Cool. And then Tim referenced in his uh, write-up that he was kind enough to do, he's got this back porch ser concert series. Yes. Where behind his restaurant, he, he does concerts off a of stage, and he's working on a gig, and I, I forgot the name of the band he was... I, I believe it's Frankly Scarlet. Yes, 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 thanks. So we played with Frank, we, we played the back porch series last year yep. with Frankly Scarlet. Okay. We opened up Frankly Scarlet, which yeah. is a Grateful Dead cover band. Yeah. Just amazing. Friends, great band, close your eyes yeah. kind of thing. But hopefully we'll be doing that again yeah. from the earth. I think he was talking about maybe September. Was that, so, that something Fingers right? crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd right. love to do it. Good, Tim. Well, we so would we love, love to do it. Thank happen. you, Tim. Appreciate you. <laughs> I love no, it. No, but Frankly Scarlet also, y'all, if y'all listen to this from out of town, yeah. please check out Frankly Scarlet. They're one of the greatest, you know, Grateful Dead Bands around. Yeah. I love a lot it. of bands play dead. They're great. Webster's great. It's such a great body of music we're all playing. Yeah. And we just play a little piece of it. Yeah. Right. Kind right, of right. A, a little bit more of the acoustic y things. Yeah. There's some dead songs we couldn't tackle, but uh, you never know. We tackle yeah. some crazy ones. <laughs> well, and I love, as you said, Scott, that you put your own, well, both of you have said, that you put your own spin on it. Because I think, so I'm, I'm intrigued now to hear Tequila Sunrise done by you all. You know, I've heard the, as all of us have, heard the Eagles version, eh, you know, Adam for item. And so yep. hear something different, I think is refreshing. You know, so I like that. You can take almost any song and make it into what I say, call it bluegrass it. Yeah, right. Almost any song. <laughs> it's almost like any song. There are many songs you can, same way with reggae it. Right, right. Sort of change it into yeah. a reggae beat. Same thing with bluegrass. Yeah. So we have fun with it. Well, look what Clapton did with uh, I Shot the Sheriff. Uh, there you <laughs> go. Perfect example. You know, and Marley he, he laughed Marley all the way to the yeah. bank. <laughs> well, he took Marley's and then... And he you know, rocked it up. And he rocked it up, exactly. Yeah. But That's right. Certainly rocked it up the charts <laughs> and rocked Marley's career. And That's he, right. Marley uh -huh. got, got rest of the soul. But we are, we're almost out of time. So we got, I'd be remiss if we didn't hear Just My Lady and Me, because I know there's a story there. Yep. So, Wahid, if we could...
bluest skies you have ever seen. Gonna take my southern girl to the hills of Colorado. Just my lady and me. Just my baby and me. Well, there's something about a Colorado morning. Freshest air that's blowing through the trees. Snow-capped in the winter, golden in the fall. Just my lady and me. Just my baby and me. And we'll be together. And we'll be together. What a great song. Just My Lady and Me. Talk about that as we just wrap this up. That was one of the first songs I ever wrote. And it was, I was, so you, when you say, I'm going to set out to A, write a song, yeah. but B, kind of write a, want to write a jam grass song. <laughs> and then what, it's kind of like country song. What elements should be in it? Hmm, Colorado, yeah, yeah. all these things. So again, that's sort of how it evolved. But again, yeah. it has a jam component in it. Yeah. And it's just one of those songs that I just sort of like. It has a groove to it. And uh, yeah, again, it was one of the first songs and you can definitely see some evolution in songwriting and stuff between the first early songs and now and we're going to continue to evolve and write yeah, songs. I so love it. now were you uh, hearkening to John Denver and the Rocky Mountain? Uh, just again, it's, it's almost High? like if you're going to write a jam grass song, <laughs> yeah. it's got to have co- something about Colorado. Colorado in it, it of course. <laughs> God bless Colorado. We are coming up on 420. I went to school there in Boulder. All right. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. uh, We are out of time, unbelievably. Just flown by, guys. So, parting words? We just want to thank you so much for having us. Thanks for folks out there. Please please listen to our music. Let us know what you think. Please come to see us. We're on Facebook. I want to thank all the musicians uh, who play with us, but also, you know, thank families that put up with all this stuff. (laughs) Because they do. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to keep on writing songs, keep playing, and y'all come to see us. Got it. Please go out and support live music. Yeah. I mean, you can have a lot of fun at home now. Don't have to leave, but yeah. there's nothing like communing with other people yeah. uh, over great music. Uh, we'd love to see you at a, a gig near you soon. I love it. Neil Young summed it up real well. Live music is better. Indeed. <laughs> I love it. This is the last DJ. Ride the vibe. We are out of here. Michael Litton, DRS, ATL. Better get her done, son, because the hour is grown late. Maybe there's a DJ out there somewhere who has a few regrets. And a list of things that he meant to do but hasn't gotten round to Better late than never Here's my thanks to every place My song on the